Welcome to this week's sermon from C3 Church Narara. We hope you enjoy this message. For more information on our church, visit c3church.narara.net. This is like David just trying to encourage people to praise, to praise the Lord. And so when I read this, I'm kind of thinking, as the music director, someone who stands, that stood on this stage before and regularly tried to lead in worship, this is, I want to just try and encourage you and urge you to let's really put an effort into praising God. And then, especially with all these psalms and 
making a list and being thankful. I just want to get a bit more practical on worship. Let's break it down a little bit and see how we can really switch into praise collectively because I think that would be really beneficial to us. So let's kick it off right from the start. This is verse 1. Praise the Lord for his goodness and praise to our God for his pleasant and his praise is beautiful. So as soon as I heard Erin's word today and she started talking about being thankful for the beautiful things, I was like, yes, I've got it. I'm like, yes, so, <laughs> Let's learn another one in the Passion Translation. They said this very nice. They said, hallelujah, praise the Lord. How beautiful is it when we sing our praises to the beautiful God. And I just was thinking, it reminded me of this documentary. Has, has there, anyone here do Netflix? How good is Netflix? Oh, so pretty much I was just going through like, What's the five out of five documentaries one day? And I saw this one called Man on a Wire. Is that... <laughs> this is going? Okay. So this is great. It's this Frenchman, and he just climbs. He does it. He gets up on big one. I think he's been to the, um, the Harbour Bridge. And his big one was the Twin Towers. No, yeah, the Twin Towers. Or Trade Centers. And he, it was so good. I just loved it. Yes. He just climbed. It took ages, years of him planning, and it was so much passion and everything involved. And then he gets down and he says, I learned something about Americans today. They, I get down to this beautiful thing, and I ask, why? Why do you do it? And I say, it's beautiful. Just enjoy the beauty. And I'm like, oh, I'm so not like that. Like, I'm asking why. Like, why? 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 And it's like, oh, actually, yeah, if that's, why can't you just enjoy it? It was, it was beautiful. I think with worship too, we overthink it. God's beautiful. There's just beauty there. And I think it's a bit ironic that the next verse is I'm going to try and convince you how good worship is. But let's just start with, it's beautiful. We don't need to do that. We don't overthink. Just this morning, I don't know about you guys, I was in the Zion. We just kept playing those chords over and over again. It's beautiful. So that's my first part. Don't overthink it. Let's just focus on his beauty. It's been embrace the French a little bit. <laughs> so then, next one on. And then it comes down to here. How great is our Lord and mighty in power. His understanding is infinite. Now, as soon as I heard this, it's a bit of a tangent, but I think we need to capture onto this understanding infinite. I think there's something practical when you're worshipping God and you're in a the right place with him, we can tap into what he's got to offer. There is this infinite understanding that's available to us. Now, Chris Valaton from Baptist Church, he just, he took this to the next level. He owned a mechanic shop. He said he was a horrible mechanic. And he used to lay hands on it, and then the Lord would say, check the relay in the fuse block. He didn't know anything, and it turns out that was the thing that was broken. And I'm like, wow, that's insane. And I've never had that. But then I was thinking, Actually, there's, there's been times in, in uni and in my thesis and now at work, there's been some pretty challenging stuff that they've given me. And at first I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but I'm just going to keep going. And I would worship and I'd pray. And I think there's a moment of the right Google page popped up or the right. And I figured it out and I've just stuck in there, maintained it. I tell someone I don't get the best of Squares methods when we talk about it. I don't get that. But I figure it out and I 
a godly king and we're tapping into that. So don't forget that. If you're struggling with something, he's got the intimate understanding. Let's go with it. Then verse 7, sing to the Lord with thanksgiving, sing praise from the heart to our God. Now, this doesn't really have to go by hearts. I've seen lots of worship um, directors actually too. They've got, actually gone out and they took it very seriously and learned the hearts because they just to play the church players and learn the hearts. But I don't think that's what it's saying. I think, I think what it's saying is yes, we praise God with our voice, but then add an action to it, whatever you can. So it's actions, words first, and actions. If you can't play an instrument or something, just make sure you're doing something. I think that's really important because it's very easy. God's provision. Like, if they didn't have the rains or the droughts as well, that was, they're not going to eat. So we're not farmers here, so if we were out like the Jellico, like the Tango, or we were in somewhere in the country and we weren't farmers, that would be really relevant to us. He governs the rain. But for us, it's more like, he's in charge of your job. There's nothing, you don't have to worry about that. The interest rates on your mortgage, you don't have to worry. If you're in the share game, you don't have to worry. That's
that's one of the things I think you need to really push in. Don't come to church and this is the only time that you're praising God. It means still come to church, but try and not do that. So just, just imagine, like imagine what happens if we've all been pushing in during the week. Imagine that. Imagine if you have pushed in and tried to praise God as much as Ruth and Chris or the song leader on stage and we're all ready to just worship God. I reckon strengthens the bars of your gates. Now, bear with me on this one, because I don't know if this is 100% fits into that part, but other scriptures will back it up and we need to put enough connections to That's alright. So, I was thinking this, how he strengthens the gate of Israel. And when Sigmund praises is glorifying God collectively. So I've been prayed to as a And then they, they spoke in Romans 15, 7. It's therefore receive one another just as Christ has received us to the glory of God. So what do we do when we're praising? We're bringing glory to God. So therefore receive one another just as Christ has also received us to bring praise to God. would be another way to do it. And so it says out of their fellowship in the churches glorifying God are closely linked. It's all part. So... Receiving one another just as Christ received us, which then strengthens us together, which then as a church strengthens us as a church, which then brings glory to God. And then through our strengthening as a church, is strengthening our bars, because there's not going to be as much that can come against us. So there's a phrase that they coined in the, well, they've got the, the Greek word, um, here we go, kononia, or something like that. This is really I was used to saying, like, koinaria, and it sounded really bad. <laughs> I was like, I hope the church doesn't have a problem with koinaria now. That's a, so, koinonia, let's go. <laughs> K-O-I-N-O with a little dash on top, N-I-A. Essentially, what it means is together in something. So, it's that community sense. So, that's what we should be aiming for, and that's part of our worship. We don't just think of alright, come to church, 10 o'clock the worship starts and we have the word and then we mingle. No, no, no. That's community. That's some, that's part of our praise. And that strengthens our relationship and builds a stronger church. And it all really helps. And it goes on, there's a, another Greek word and it was, it, so within this community together, especially in the church, is the word agape. That's another word for the love. And agape in the Greek time, in the book, is a saying that when they first coined it, it was only the church that was using it in the believers. The, um, the common um, term for love back then was uh, eros. So I just think that's, that's, there's something in that. It's so the community, the love that we had together was so different to the world's love. 
saying as a whole, I think we've missed this, we've watered down love, we've intellectualized love too much. I know when I was going through youth, and now as soon as I'm getting older, it's more of like, okay, but come back to earth. Like you've got to be realistic. Like, yes, it says that, but you've got to look out for yourself. You've got to make sure you do this and make all this silly. And I'm like, the point is that it's right. But agape love is a strong one. It's like how Christ loved us, dying for us. So we need to get it back to that strong love.
Christ takes the faithful into Israel, bringing them the flock to your word. He has dealt with Israel differently than with any other people. But I have received his reward. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. This is the, the overarching thing of why we should praise God. Is that he set us apart now. So Israel, Old Testament, is us now, the believer. So we're set apart. We don't see his judgments anymore. And that's, I mean, that's, it's enough in its own. Even if God did decide that, you know what, guys? It's going to be winter for the rest of the world. We'd still be thankful for salvation. It's not, that's not right to say, well, I'm not praising God. Suck it up. He's already sent his son for you die on the cross. That's, you don't even deserve that. So that's what we really need to take a grasp of. Just think, just think we don't have that judgment anymore. Nothing else. They're set apart. So that that revelation in itself should bring forth that praise as well. See, that's what you, you've got to get hold of that. So then if we're going to go over all this again and we're going to think thanksgiving, praising out in the city first, then bringing it back into church and together. So it's more of a celebration of church. It's not a, what can I get out of this? Fill me up so I can go out and energize a bunny kind of thing. It's not like that. It's a celebration thing, getting together, an act of strength almost, then go out. And then also this agape love, that sacrificial love for each other. That's part of praising two camps after hearing what I have to say, I think. Either one, you're like, okay, I get it, okay. I'm going to focus on that, focus on our salvation, focus on the beauty of God and praise Him and sacrifice for my brother next to me. And then there's the second camp where that sounds awfully idealistic, that thought. That's, okay, but on your mate, you're 24, you haven't lived life as long as me, you don't know what it's like. You know what I mean? So if that's how you're responding, the revelation is not that it hasn't clicked. When you've like gone into your heart and softened your heart, you can see that he loves you. And that this isn't not just some nice poetry or some nice warm, fuzzy idea of let's all love each other and join in with your commune. It's not that. This is the real deal. That's the type of love that Jesus did for us. So if you don't know that, and you want to feel that, if you think, oh, you don't get it, like, no, 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 you don't get it. Try, trust me. You need to give your heart to the Lord, and you will experience that love. It's there, and it's real. And if you don't feel that, I just really encourage you, just come down the front. I've talked to Byron, one of the elders, even me, like, but I'm still happy to do it. <laughs> I'll claim it. But I just employ you, if you do feel that, if there's any type of thing that's like, you don't know, that, that's, that's idealistic and not right. I just, I, I'm aiming for that. It's something that, and it's real. It is real, and I don't do it all the time, but it, it's real, and with God's help, we can get it. So I just want to really employ you to just 
actually do something this week as well as declaring God's praise. Let's do something. Garden for God, make your lawn for God. I don't know, whatever you want to do. And let's come back and let's just push in this year. These Psalms are such a good series to just come back to that thing, the beauty of God and what's happened. Let's just all push in together and let's experience that beauty. Let's find a God and just lift you up this morning. We just praise you for your beauty, for what you've done for us, Lord. And I just pray for that community in this church as well. Hope you have enjoyed this week's sermon. For more information or to contact us, visit c3church.narara.net.